Good afternoon, 535 on Budget Day, Budget 2023. It dropped earlier this afternoon around 315, 320, and we've been talking about some of the numbers that we've seen, uh, what this means for our province, and of course, what it means for our city. So to get the perspective of what the numbers look like for Edmonton, we're talking with the Director of Strategy and External Affairs from the Edmonton Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Alexandra Haritsu is joining the show. Alexandra, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, Chelsea, it's great to chat with you. You know, it's nice to break down the numbers when it comes to the way that the city is spending it. Uh, we just had a conversation with uh, with Mr. Mayor Amarjeet Sohi about his perspective. Uh, I'm wondering what your takeaways are immediately from the Chamber of Commerce. Commerce. Yeah, so the Edmonton Chamber, um, you know, has about 1,700 member companies we represent, and it's, they employ about 100,000 people in the Edmonton metro region. And um, we did canvas our membership to get business priorities fell um, in terms of the investments they wanted to see from Minister Taves and the provincial government. And I would say that we're pleasantly pleased with this budget. I mean, it's clear that it is an election budget. Um, there is a lot of spending in it, but um, a lot of critical investments were made that are going to build capacity across different sectors. That's incredibly important. And so um, the Edmonton Chamber is is definitely pleased with the outcome of Budget 2023 thus far and, and, and the amount we've been able to delve into in the couple of hours since it's been released. Are there some specific areas that you can speak to where where you're you're seeing some of that happiness or, or some of that pleasure from the commerce yeah so i think you know um the business community has been dealing with a very um intense labor shortage um a skilled shortage and um we've been saying for years we need to invest into innovation and diversification and we've seen some of these announcements roll out over the past few weeks and then new announcements in this budget as well including um, 111 million to increase and expand enrollment in high demand areas in post-secondary in in institutions and that's so important right now just given that across multiple sectors we're facing such a huge labor shortage um, we're also seeing, you know, 387 million over five years to the tier funding um, for investments in carbon capture, utilization, and storage projects. Um, investments into hydrogen, which we know um, is uh, Alberta's future in terms of diversification, um, and the increase of 100 million over three years for the film and television tax credits. And we all saw um, just how that played out in terms of uh, The Last of Us on HBO this year. So we are seeing the government make very strategic investments investments into areas that we think are going to further our prosperity as a province. So was there anything then that you felt was missing from this budget? Anything that you wanted to see uh, some areas when it comes to Edmonton spending uh, that weren't touched upon? I think, you know, both Calgary and Edmonton um, have advocated and have been long advocating for investments into downtown um, and strategic investments into um, the way uh, our downtowns are prioritized as well. And and we are seeing that that is lacking this budget. Now, we are just starting to go through the numbers. Um, so we aren't 100% clear on if it's allocated maybe a different way. Um, but that's a question we'll be following up on with the government as we go forward. And I think the other thing to flag with this budget is, um, yeah, it's clear it's an election budget and we know that um, but this spending you know on the backs on the back of an oil and gas windfall isn't really sustainable and so we're still going to be encouraging um, responsible fiscal management as we move throughout this year and um, advocate on even provincial election priority priorities um, through the spring that governments keep that lens on on fiscal responsibility um, as they kind of roll out their their future endeavors you know you've mentioned that it's an, an election budget or a campaign budget 
budget, which of course it's been it's been dubbed as the afternoon has gone on, and that's what a lot of people were speculating that that's what it was going to be. I, I wonder what you say to the voices saying, "Well, it's a campaign budget that rebuilds funding that was taken away from the same government. Maybe not the exact same players in this government, but from the UCP government." What do you say to that? Yeah, that's a, it's a tricky thread for us to pull. I mean, um, the, the Edmonton Chamber is um, just advocates on behalf of the business community writ large. So I think, you know, our stance on whether or not um, there's politicized investments, um, we're agnostic to that. We're happy to see that um, the areas that we outlined as top priorities, um, healthcare system capacity, um, you know, labor and skills diversification um, has been recognized. And so while that might have been cut in the past, um, it is good to see that the revenues um, that we have made in, in terms of oil and gas are, are being put to use in areas that are, are desperate in need for those investments. And any surprises to Alexandra that you saw? Anything that really caught your eye? You know, I think we're just waiting to understand better some of the specific Edmonton investments. So there's there's an announcement of potential hospital funding, which obviously our capacity and our system, our healthcare system capacity is is lacking. And so we're interested in just seeing those numbers. There hasn't been necessarily numbers attached to them. And so I think um, we'll be watching with a keen eye on what, uh, what amounts are allocated into those different um, infrastructure projects. But um, going forward, we'll just be doing a deeper dive to understand kind of how the government is going to be spending in the next couple of months and then um, you know aligning those priorities against our election priorities for both parties all right alexandra thank you so much for making the time really appreciate your perspective thanks chelsea we'll talk to you soon of course take care alexandra huritsu is the director of strategy and external affairs for the edmonton chamber of commerce uh, giving us her their perspective on budget 2023 and what it looks like for our city you know there are some people texting in right now saying well is anybody ever going to be happy it seems that you know there are some groups and, and we've spoken to some like uh, of course alexandra from the chamber of commerce saying they're largely happy so far with what they're seeing at these numbers uh, we're also seeing organizations like friends of medicare who i spoke to earlier this afternoon who is largely unhappy with these numbers is there ever any way to please anybody uh yeah i wish that would be that would be wonderful wouldn't it there's always going to be criticisms and you know that these numbers are going to get picked apart over the next few days and people are really going to point fingers at certain projects and wonder why they're getting priority over others uh, but i'm curious uh, i'm curious if it changes your vote if this does anything to sway you we talk a lot about this being a campaign budget is it does this change anything that you're going to do when it comes to your ballot in May? Uh, let me know. And I don't. you don't need to include your name, uh, but I would love to know your perspective on what this means in terms of uh, the future government that we're going to have here provincially as of this spring very soon. And just to go through some of the numbers when it comes to Edmonton and what we're spending here in our city, uh, $760 million is the most money that we're going to be spending uh, here or, or getting, I should say, uh, here in Edmonton. That's for Edmonton's LRT project. So 700 160 mil over three years for the LRT. Now, just below that, uh, Alexander mentioned this just in our conversation now uh, about this new Edmonton Hospital, $634 million being spent over the new Edmonton Hospital. Now, that's not answering the question of are we going to get a standalone Stollery Children's Hospital? That's been a big conversation now for well, for a very long time. Uh, they've been advocating for, uh, for a new standalone children's hospital in the city for several years. In terms of that area, they're getting... 
$3 million over three years. That's for the continued planning of a new standalone Stollery Children's Hospital. So we're not quite checking that box with this budget, uh, but we are investing some money for a new Edmonton hospital. A lot of money being spent on our healthcare system. Will it be will it be enough to make some changes? Will this push us more towards a private system? That's what's there's some speculation of that based on this budget. Uh, we'll keep diving into uh, into the numbers, of course, uh, over the next few weeks and over, of course, this next campaign, which it seems that we are well into now.